Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Podcast on SB Nation Greasy Bear Blues. I am the one P Shark. What's going on, everybody? I'm back at the shooting guard, ready for the season to start. Uh, I'm at underscore Scott on Twitter. And making his return to his rightful spot. This you got Trevor, aka the corner man, also known as the chief of staff of Dillabrooks Island. What is up, everybody? Hey man, I think it's a great day to be a Grizz fan, man. It's your boy, it's really shitty. Passing down to the big man down low. Yes, sir. Doing what he does, unicorn and per usual. Your man at Tav Shakira. What to do, y'all? What to do? What to do? Well, as y'all know, the preseason has ended and the regular season does start this week. So we'll uh, cap off our preseason recap and the regular season beginning by answering a couple more questions uh, about the Grizzlies right before the season starts. So first question is. Of course, we all saw what Ja saw the improvements with his mid-range jumping everything in the um, preseason. So, question we didn't get to ask on our last uh, Q and A a couple weeks ago: Will Ja be an All Star? I think he'll be an All Star, ladies and gentlemen. I think this will be the first year that John Morant will become an All Star. Um, there's been a case over the past year that he should have been an All Star last year, um, but I think you know everybody kind of sees that again. It's it's that what third year for this is Josh what third year right and you can just kind of see that like he he has the hunger that like you know that a lot of us kind of like to see in a player especially for somebody that we're rooting for um so John Brandt he's just going to be playing with the extra you know an extra swag an extra like level of aggressiveness that he probably didn't have the year two before but not only I think Will there be a vote for him locally? But I think you'll start to see it more nationally as well, too. Like a lot of players are are raving about Jaw. Like people have been raving about Jaw even since the draft. And so now that he's coming into his own and, you know, you have point guards kind of moving all over the place. Um, and, you know, potentially, you know, it's I think I forget exactly how the split was, but um, I think we'll see Jaw become an all-star this year. Yeah, I was one of the ones that, <clears throat> excuse me, I was one of the ones, I think it was his rookie season, if I'm not mistaken, that would die on the hill to say he should have been an all-star at that point over Chris Paul. Like, I was literally ready to die on that hill. But to answer the question, I do believe wholeheartedly 100% that Java Rant will be an all-star this season. Uh, to much of what Skyler has already mentioned, uh, 
you you like the swag, you like the flash that he plays with and the confidence that he plays with. It's not only taking notice across the city, but again, as he mentioned, mm-hmm. it's getting ready to get uh, noticed nationally as well. The guards portion, I think, for the All-Stars is a little bit more open, just a, just a smidge, just a smidge bit more open than it would have been in past seasons. So don't expect them to start, but I do expect them to get the nod possibly as a reserve. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I do think he'll be an all-star this year. Um, the, <clears throat> Excuse me. The biggest thing going into this season is definitely going to be, like, how much attention the Grizzlies have gotten and garnished. Um, I think we talked about this on our last times. Um, but legitimately, this attention is not coming because of, I don't know, our 15th man that we were talking about earlier um, before we hit record, um, nor is it because of Steven Adams or really because of John Morant. Um, and so he's really garnishing national attention. My only problem is going to be who doesn't make it um, out of that lineup. And honestly, I don't think John Morant is an all-star this year, not because he's not talented enough, but because he won't get voted in to be a part of that lineup. So to me, I think Clay Thompson was a guard that did not make the all-star lineup last year, but because of who he is, uh, whether or not I'm on one, I won't play it might be till January. I will be the next person I think we was up, but the guards, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, um, unless one of those guards has a tremendous fall off, um, John Morant may still be not able to attend the All-Star game as an actual player. Um, but I think that in itself is great for the Grizzlies because that's going to put a chip on his shoulder that's going to carry us throughout the rest of the season so we can win the division. Um, And so I say no right now um, as we begin the season, because I don't see that much of a drop off for those players I just named um, for Jots who ascend now, unless Jots starts averaging triple double, um, which is possible, then yes, he's in, but I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, I hate to be the guy that's against everybody right now, but I'm going to say no. Um, and then, you know, hopefully that provides us an even stronger back season as well. Good points, y'all. Good points and definitely respect it. But I do, you know me, I'm a, I'm a numbers person. I love stats. If you look at a lot of good, of the great point guards today, they really turned up in their third season. And I got, I got a couple right now. Russell Westbrook, he went from averaging 16 points per game to 22 points per game in his third season. You talk about uh, the, the the point guy, Chris Paul, went from 17 points a game to 21 and also went from nine assists to 13 to 12, almost 12 assists a game. And we also look at Derrick Rose, who's the youngest MVP ever, and he turned up, did that in his third year. So I am saying John Morant will be an all-star. He averaged, was it 19 points a game? Let me make sure I'm right. 19 points a game, seven assists. I think he can go for 24 and nine especially with jj or with triple j coming and doing his thing but i think 24 and 9 we can go 24 and 10 right now if we want to but i think 24 8 24 and 9 are the numbers that job around to have this season especially with that improved mid-range like we saw the confidence in it in the preseason i think it's only gonna go up from here so i'm definitely on the um highly on the job around all-star bandwagon this season yep that's me i raised y'all one better i think he's gonna be an mvp candidate I, I wanted to go there so bad. I, I wanted to go there so bad. Oh my god! I want to say he's gonna win it, but he's gonna be a candidate. What makes you say he's gonna be a candidate? I think the Grizzlies are going to surprise, and they're gonna be a top five seed. 
Ooh. I agree. I agree. I, it's I, possible. I, I mean, I, it is possible. Very possible. That division is very winning winning. the division. Yes. You have to win the division. Yes, exactly. winning. They only got to win about Dallas. And who who <laughs> Dallas bring to help Luca? I don't know. Everything, like we said before, it comes down to Triple J. The preseason comes down to be true. Cool. But what I've seen from Ja this preseason, and I don't, and I tweeted that I don't take too much to preseason stock because uh, we did the same thing last preseason and I lost our first two games of the season. So, you know, preseason could be preseason sometimes. But the improvements I've seen from Ja, the improvements I said he need to make from last season, I've seen him make. And he just seems like, he seems different. Like he seems like after their playoffs, he's like, oh, I know. I know I'm in that I'm first there. taste I'm of there, yeah, basketball. I know like, I'm there, he wants to be up. Exactly. And he just, it feel like, you know, he always kind of, I ain't going to say take, not so much take games off, but he always kind of just pick and choose his spots. But I kind of feel like this season, while well, I saw him in the preseason, he's about to just go all <laughs> in. Russell Westbrook-ish, Derrick Rose-ish, just comp yeah. comparisons from there in that third season. So that's my thoughts. She, uh, she, do you have something else to add on? Um, I can go after Skyler. I think Skyler was had something. Go ahead. Yeah, the only thing that I want to add is exactly what Sharky just said. I think if John Morant is an all-star, I think that's based off you know how how well the team is doing. If the team is hovering again around the eight, nine, ten seed, regardless of you know what the like, it's just based off how well the team is doing. If the team is hovering around the eight, nine seed, then I don't think he may become an all-star. But if he's helping you know the Grizzlies, like you know win their division, win like get a top four or five seed. Then I think that would be alone would be the push that he need to to get the nod. I agree. Um, and the other, thank you so much too for bringing that up. I actually completely forgot that there's also Russell Westbrook in the West as well. Um, and so if the Lakers, <laughs> <laughs> if the Lakers are a one seed or a two seed by the time the All Star game is around, you can guarantee that they're going to pull three yeah. players from there. Um, but I love the MVP talk, but I am going to completely, firmly, ten toes down like 630, tell you right now, the Memphis Grizzlies need to win their division to be in the playoffs. And for all these things to happen, it's because John Morant is going to be a super talent. Hey, guess what? Trey Young went to the All-Star game, and their team wasn't even in the top eight when he went um, the other year. So, But that's also the East. East yeah. um, <laughs> so let's keep where it's at, but – I'm, I'm a, I would love to see him, but again, I don't think it happens. But I think that again, that's the motivation to win the division, go in the playoffs, be a top five or six seed. Uh, but I don't see, I don't want the Grizzlies in the playing scenario again. I think they're great, better enough to not be in that situation as long as they win the division. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, yep, definitely agree there. So uh, next question is, which player from the preseason will play six preseason games? Which player impressed you the most that you had a belief that it can carry on to the regular season? If we're going to call a spade a spade, Triple J has impressed me. But well, air horns, air <laughs> horns. Please. Yet again, what? I will continue to say I've never been a critic of him. I've just always been hesitant to, you know, if he were if he's worth an extension. More so in part due to his injury history. Like I think that's a factor he, that you just cannot overgloss. Uh, but he has looked well um, this preseason. He. He has stayed out of foul trouble for the most part. I think I've seen uh, – uh, I think I saw a tweet where, like, every game this preseason, his number of fouls have has decreased, which is – that's a good thing. Again, Sharky, what you said earlier, I'm a big fan of. The preseason is the preseason. The regular season is the regular season. 
So, you know, I would like to see what I saw in the preseason, like, you know, in the regular season. But, I mean, he has looked what he's looked really impressive. The rebounds that we asked for him to get, which is around seven, eight, he's guiding. He's giving you the 18 to 20 points with ease, actually. So, you know, I'm excited to see what I saw in the preseason. But at the end of the day, what you do in the preseason, what matters what you do in the regular season. What you've done in the offseason, we need to see in the regular season. And so he's impressed me the most. Uh, I hope that he continues to do well so that he can get his extension, which if he's healthy, he's rightly deserved. There we go. There we go. We're going to have to drug test Scholar at some point because we, we, <laughs> we can't deny it. Not passing. No, 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 no. Not passing. As a fellow, as a fellow Steelers fan, real quickly, <laughs> he actually made a positive remark last week about Ben Roethlisberger, and I was completely shocked. So now he's he's praising 3J on the podcast. Like, yo, that's that's it's crazy. I I, we really gotta see what's going on. No way. He listened to my tweet when I said pass the challenge uh us to not complain. He listened to that tweet. There you go. You may have saved some lives with that one. Well, 3J was actually my answer as well, but I'm gonna go with someone different. Um, I don't know how many minutes he's gonna get. But it's looking like that Taylor Jenkins does have some faith in him a little bit. And that's Zaire Williams. Um, he's he's shown that he has some promise in some shape or form. Looks like he's adjusting to the NBA game just as well. But, again, the preseason is the preseason. It's what you do in the regular season that counts. Uh, I don't expect him to get a lot of minutes. I do expect him to get more minutes to Jared Culver, who I've also seen in the preseason, who hasn't looked good at all. And it's kind of evident that they may not be looking to hold on to him much longer as they decline his uh, rookie option. But uh, Zaire Williams has much to be desired there, um, but it remains to be seen. Um, of course, we actually went up to go take this guy at 10. I, for one, still felt he would have been there at 17, but uh, he's looked decent so far. Um, and we'll see if he's able to get minutes um, in the rotation, uh, whether or not that was a good move by the Grizzlies. So I'll, I'll go Zaire Williams with, with this one. Uh, no, I'm not even going to go that route with you. Um, I am going to allow my time to discuss Mr. Do Everything Himself, John Conchard. He has been impressive. Impressive to the fact that look at his usage rate. You, I mean, like we're not giving him the ball. He's finding the ball. He's playing good defense. The minutes that he's in the game, he's producing things every single time, whether we win, whether we lose, he's still up there. Now, is he going to get a lot of time? No, I know that. But again, it's preseason. Um, and he's he's steadily gotten better to be honest, um, since joining with the Grizzlies. And again, it's not for him to be a starter. He might barely crack the top 10 in rotation. And I hope he does because he's a hard, hard worker and he's going to give you everything he's got for every minute he's on the court. Um, so give me big John. Hey, I have no problems with it for, uh, to go. Hey, we had, they called Anthony Milton, Mr. Do something. John Conchard deserves that name as well. Stay jitty, my friends. He's he's Mr. Do Something Senior. <laughs> mm. Stay jitty, my friends. 
Yeah, yeah, funny man. But now, nah, um, to end it off, of course, uh, no, no Triple J stock sold at this moment. In fact, I'm probably going to end up buying some more. Um, the preseason, he looked really, really well. Um, you can tell he has also different swag in him as well. Um, maybe he was hurt at the end of last season. You know, that's what a lot of of the people are saying. So he was able to go through the summer, you know, get healthy, get his mind right, and we're seeing, you know, him, you know, hit seven threes in 29 minutes or however long that was. So. Um, I was excited to see that, um, and I'm going to be excited to see him, you know, continue to earn the contract, um, as we would say, you know, get your money. Show me the money, you know, show show me what you're going to do for it. So he, he, he's going he's gonna to have a great season this year, and I'm excited we was able to see it in the preseason. Where the money resides, where the money resides. That's what it's all about. <laughs> well, my player, I surprised Trevor didn't do it. I thought he was about to take his boy Big Steve and him. Big Steve and Adams. Has impressed me the most. I, I, you know what? When the trade first went down, I was like, okay, Steve <coughs> Adams, he's on. I thought he was gonna work out because he does his, you know, JV. He needed the ball, right, on offense because that's what he is. He's a post player. Steve Adams don't need the ball. He's just gonna go out there. He's gonna get rebounds. He's gonna get putbacks, blocks. That's all he do, and he's a better defender. So I thought he would work out, but he's worked out even more than I thought. Like I think he averaged eleven and eleven in the preseason, and you give us that, and I think that's helping Triple J out some because. He doesn't clog space that Triple J would need to roam around the perimeter or to even get in and get, uh, you know, drive and get rebounds as well. So it's helped it, him, his presence is helping Triple J out, but also Ja is helping Steve Adams uh, get better as well. So I just think the Grizzlies offense yeah. is moving a whole lot smoother because you ain't got no just, and like I said, Triple J was great. I mean, not Triple J, uh, JV was great for us, but. I think it opens up the floor more for us, and I think that's what's helping Ja as well uh, flourish a little more. Yeah, I the reason I didn't go with Big Steve and them because it was just, it was too obvious. Because I I knew when mm-hmm. the trade went down and we got him, I'm like, this could potentially be special. Because I saw what he and Russ did in OKC, and there were nights where Steve had 2011 just off catching lives from Russell Westbrook. So I know. If that was for what happened with Russ, I know what John John Moran is capable of. So mm-hmm. I didn't go with Big Steve because I already knew exactly what was going to happen. He's going to come in. He's going to defend. He'll get you a double-double here and there. Though I say him banging on the boards is going to help 3J a lot. So he's not um, so reliant to have a double-double each and every game. And then just on offense, like he's not looking for his shot, and he keeps everything moving. Mm-hmm. on offense like the ball just doesn't stop when he has it he looks he's looking to keep it moving some in some shape or form so that's why i didn't go with big steve you know, cause it was just too obvious oh well uh, another point i want to make he's a much better passer i never thought of him as passing <laughs> but i was at the milwaukee game he did like a one-hand bounce pass from the top of the key i was like yeah I, that is something yeah that, that was something I, I didn't expect either so uh, two things on Steven Adams, Trev, you hit it right on the head. He knows how to play with an athletic point guard like Russell Westbrook. He wasn't mm-hmm. looking for his shots, but there were times that he did score. But number two, y'all, I think he was voted as the strongest person in the league. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. think that that does mean yeah. something. Like, we're all basketball players. We know how it is to get hit by a hard screen. 
you know, mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Like, especially yeah. if you're a point guard that's, that's killing the team, go ahead and set a screen for him on him real quick, you know, time out, <laughs> put, put a little damage on him. But not. I think Saban yeah. Adams, like you said, Trev, is a perfect fit for the team. Um, yeah. He's not going to be getting away with J.J. doing this thing. So. Yeah, Shark, Shark, Sharky, Sharky's boy, Jimmy Butler, can, can attest to that. He did tell the reporter about a time he got hit by a screen by Steven Adams. So Come on, now. That's Jimmy. But not only do you see that on screens, you see that on, like, you know, offensive possessions when, you know, let's just say, you know, John Brandt going for Florida, he misses it. Like, Steven Adams, I've seen yeah. several times throughout the preseason, is moving grown men his size, sometimes even bigger, <laughs> out the way. And I'm just like, dang, like, it's actually impressive to see, like, a seven-footer, which he doesn't look like the strongest person, but when you kind of realize where he's from, you're like, okay, that explains it. He's moving people out of the way to get offensive rebounds. I think he's going to be key for the team, too. I think I think he should be a wrestler after he get on basketball. Man, he looks like Aquaman. He might as well just go out here. And... <laughs> <laughs> you can't say he looks like Jason. <laughs> he does look like Jason Momoa now oh, with the, with the long hair. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Don't get it, Steve. We're just messing with you. <laughs> this is this a check and city, dog. Welcome, welcome to Memphis. <laughs> Ah, he said, said he, we, nah, it's all love. This ain't yeah. checking. It, it, it's the knows. truth because I'm pretty sure someone has told him this. <laughs> he Since he's throwing his hair out in his facial hair, yes. I'm pretty sure this is, yeah. Used to it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, to as end, end this episode off, as we know, it's a new season, and y'all remember how the uh, order went last year. So it's the same thing this year. We're going to recap the previous week, and we're going to predict the upcoming week. So this is the first regular season week. First game Wednesday night. I am currently will be in attendance uh, as it currently stands, but hopefully no last minute changes happen. I'll be there. So play the Cleveland Cavaliers Wednesday night. We play the LA Clippers in LA Saturday night. Well, we played in both Lakers teams. I mean, both LA teams, Lakers uh, Sunday night. So who y'all? What's our record? Zero and three, three and zero, two and one, one and two. What you got? <laughs> Let me go ahead and get that two and one. Uh, let me go ahead and get that two and one off the menu. I think they'll grab the one in Cleveland. I think they'll beat Cleveland. I think they'll blow out the Clippers. I think they'll actually very in a very close game lose to the Lakers. Is how I predict that's going to happen. Give me two and one. Um, they're going to. I think again to Sharky. I think your point, or maybe it was Sheedham. Sorry, I can't remember exactly who it was, but John Moran is going to come out on the mission. I think he's going to come out on a mission to prove, you know, that he's worth being and also that he has all intentions on getting this team to a off to a good start and, you know, potentially grab the division title for the, for this season. I think it's going to be a lot of, or a heavy dose of job to be, um, to start the season. Um, and they potentially may grab the Lakers game too. Um, the Lakers have not looked well. I was also the preseason, but um they may grab down to, but definitely give me two and one. I think they'll beat the Clippers as well, too. For those points that Sky just mentioned is why I'm going three and zero. Uh, I, I think they they grabbed the game, the, the home opener to open the season against Cleveland. Um, I think they take care of business in LA against the Clippers, and I think they catching the Lakers slipping as they'll be in an adjustment period with uh all the new pieces trying to get acclimated with one another so of course with that being the case they're going to struggle just a tad bit out of the gate so uh for these first three games i'm expecting the Grizzlies to be three and oh uh two and one of course is definite but i'm just going to go out on the limb i'm going three and oh for the Grizz. 
there was this weird thing that happened week one of the NFL season um, and teams won that may should have won and teams lost that shouldn't have lost. So what I mean by that is like, there's a lot of preparation that goes into like the first game, um, not necessarily the first week because you have to play different opponents, but that first game. And so I think the Cavs are going to be a stronger test um, for us than we are probably presuming right now. Um, the Cavs beat us last year early on in the season um this team was seven and seven before they just you know took a gigantic nosedive as they always do with or without Kyrie Irving um and so I still got us winning that game um I don't believe we can beat the Lakers um I know we mentioned they may not be looking good yet but we all know there's this certain switch that LeBron turns on when the season is in the regular season or he knows the games count and as opposed to playoff time. But I think he does see the Grizzlies as a threat. So I think he's going to be all in. Then the question mark comes with the Clippers. Um, and how do we play them? Do we play them lackadaisical because there's no Kawhi? Um, or do we go full on um, and smell blood? And that's going to be a real test right there. If we smell blood and can beat them in LA uh, before they get that new stadium, that who cares? Uh, where they go, um, I think we can. So give me two and one. Um, but it's because I need them to smell blood against the Clippers. Now, if they don't smell blood against the Clippers, then I'm I'm going to be upset with Taylor Jenkins. Hammer on the head, uh, Sheedy, with that one. Two and one, your analysis about the Cavs and the Clippers, both spot on. You took words right out of my mouth. Uh, the Cavs did start off pretty hot, but if you if Ja Morant is going to be an all-star, you got to win the games that you're supposed to win, especially, like, coming off of last season. Like, last season, we lost so many games that we were supposed to win. We literally gave games away. Like, we remember the Dallas game. We gave that one away, so we can't have that happening this season. Um, As far as the Clippers go, um, got to gotta kill them while, while they're young, while they're still trying to figure out what the hell they're doing without Kawhi. Um, but as far as the Lakers go, the Lakers got a pretty rough start, just like us. Uh, to start the season, they got my Warriors, they got the Suns, and then they got the Grizzlies. So I'll be damned if LeBron start the season off 0-3. Um, of course, I would love us to beat the Lakers, but like I said, I don't think that we can get that Lakers win right off the top, especially with it being a home game in L.A. So give me 2-1. And, and I pretty much speak the same sentiment as uh, both Took and Sheedy. I would say two and one. I want to say one and two so bad because I do believe, like you said, Cleveland, that game is going to be tough with them where everybody's probably thinking. Right, right. Uh, the Grizzlies notoriously start off slow. We used to always lose our season openers. Um, we lost our first two games last year after a great preseason. So thinking about this year, another great preseason, I could very well see us slipping up. But I believe we will. I just, I do want, I do want to take my mind off of last season. You know, I kept saying Mr. 500 and, Win one, lose one. That's what they kept doing. I want to say, like, no, they're going to change. I saw something in their preseason that I'm going to say carries up into the regular season, specifically from the leader and the star, John Morant, and your second player, who you uh, promoting as the second star, Triple J. I believe that they're turning another corner. They're a year older. They're 22 now. So give me two and one. Give me the win over Clippers. I mean, not Clippers. Give me the, yeah, both of the Clippers, actually. Yeah, give me the win over Clippers. Give me the win over Cavs. Uh, as long as they don't make that, as long as they don't allow that to be a Justice Winslow revenge game, we should beat the Clippers. <laughs> After that, to that. But, 
Yeah. We we should have ended the podcast right there, bro. Say the Justice List of Revenge. Day. You know, now Trevor. Now you know. Yeah, <laughs> Josh Jackson did give us a business. <laughs> you know, strange things happen. Come on, man. strange things happen. Well, it's, so, Char, that's Char, true. Char, okay, I will give you that. Hey, Shark, you gonna that. go, Mister Mister Six Hundred? Can we get Mister Six Hundred from me or Mister Seven Hundred? Six Hundred. I need to look at the records. I'm very good at math. But I can't think off the top It'll of my head. Forty nine. Forty nine. Two out of three is six. Forty nine. Sixty seven. We're gonna round it up to sixty seven percent. There you go. Bingo. I don't triple six Right, right, right. We know sixty seven percent, but now sixty percent is forty nine wins. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. I think that's that's definitely doable. So we might have to do seven hundred, but we'll see. I take that because they over under is forty one and a half, and I'm taking over. Over like a mud. Why can I bet that at? Hold on, it said forty one and a half is the win total. Yeah, Memphis. Yep. Oh yeah, I'm betting on that. Uh, we, hey. I'm betting on that. Yes. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me Most definitely. Let me <laughs> I am taking <laughs> over. Y'all want to start the bet? Y'all want to start the bet? The Green at least got forty three wins. I know. Sorry, five bet. Come across the line. Oh man, all right, man. That does it for this episode. Remember, you can follow us at starting five number five MEM on Twitter. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and check out the grizzlybearblues.com website as they are pushing material every single day. Um, anything you want to read, follow there. And remember, listen to your other podcasts on the network as we're about to put out this five five podcast lineup every week. We'll lead it off on every Monday. And you got the other podcast, 3D podcast by Justin Lewis and Ben Hogan. Core 4 by Nate and Chester and Bryce. GBB Live by none other than Joe Mullenix. And the Long View by Parker Fleming. And remember to follow me at the one underscore P Shark. I'm at underscore Scott on Twitter. Don't forget the Grizzlies are up to something this year. Mm. They're always up to Can't something. I'm at the Outer Trevor, man. Uh, first letter of each word is capitalized except of because of is a preposition. It's really shitty. Time to make it rain. Desmond Bang. <laughs> and I'm at Tab Shakir, man. We got to bring the star and five uh, bang going because, like I said, no Triple J stock. So, if anything, I'm actually buying it. So, let's go. I, I will be. I will be seeing you probably around the end of December on that Triple J stock. All right. Yeah. I'm telling you about now. While it's low, that's yeah, what you're supposed to do to come up. I'm still I'm I'm buying more on DB Island right now while he's out. So the one that I did buy like two seasons ago, you know, actually hit. So yeah, they hit. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all just gonna disregard those bars and Sheedy just dropped. Hold on, what? Oh, you talking about the bang? Make it rain. Make it rain with Desmond Bang. No, it it was it was nice. It was nice. I mean, underdog put that on the team. He, he, he gets the the clap of approval there. Like that, that was nice. That was nice. Put that on the shirt. So now y'all know me mentally. I can't think straight. So now Desmond Bang needs to be on the next episode of P Valley. Stop. <laughs> Hell no, ladies and gentlemen. Stop uh, it. Go <laughs> Make it stop. Make it stop.